0: The last daf in the sixth perk of Yvomis discusses a barren marriage, ten years of marriage without children. Who's to blame for not having children, the husband or wife, which will determine whether she gets a divorce with aksubah or without aksubah. And on Nama Beis we discussed the woman's chiyuv of the mitzvah, pru with a quick stop in the sugya of and the tremendous value, the importance of shalom. we begin. And the Gemara tells us in a scenario where a woman marries her first husband and does not have children, the second one and does not have children, both for 10 years, she should not marry a third husband, going with Rebbe, that too is already a chazaka, but she, sh- she should marry rather a third husband who already has children. Already Mekai in the mitzvah. If Bidievet she married someone who does not have children for the third time, she gets a divorce without a ksuba. As soon as he finds out that she can't have children, that she has this chazaka. So the question arises, if she marries the third husband, and does not have children with him either. Can the first two husbands demand back their Xuba? Because now, clearly, it's her fault that, that she's not having children. It's her mazel. It's her biology. Do we say that this third marriage reveals that it's her issue? Or can she say that, no, really, the first two marriages, I had the ability to have children. Just in this third marriage, my body got weak. And now, the, the issue lies with me. But before, it was with you, the first two husbands. The Gemara answers that we... Believe her that now she in the third ma- in the third marriage she was weakened. The next question is what happens if she marries a fourth husband? And with the fourth hu- fourth husband, she does have children. Can she demand suba from her third husband who did not g- give her suba, assuming that the issue lied with her? The Gemara says it's better for her to keep her mouth closed because the third husband can say, "Hang on, I thought you couldn't have children. That's why I divorced you." That get. Limafreya was no good, and these children you had with the fourth husband are therefore mamzerim. Better to just let it be, sir. So if Papa asks, look, she's not going to pipe up because then her, her kids from her fourth marriage are going to be mamzerim. but shouldn't we be mevatil that get? Shouldn't we say that the fourth kids are The like Gamara says, no, because we can say that, yes, with the third marriage, she actually did not have the ability to have children, and the get was valid, and now with the fourth husband, her body became healthy, and now has the ability to have children, but the get is still valid, was valid at that time. Therefore, her children are not mom zero. Now, what happens if, after the 10 years of marriage, he says that the issue lies with her, and she says the issue lies with him? They're each claiming that the reason they did not have children was because of the other spouse. The husband's trying to avoid paying the ksuba, and she is saying that she's perfectly fine and deserves a get with the ksuba. Ami says we believe her when it comes to these intimate details because she is the one that would know whether his Zeraz Yaira which is a requirement in order to impregnate a woman, but he would not know that, so we trust her in saying that the issue lies with him. Next, in a case where the husband says, I want to see if the issue lies with me or with you, therefore, before I give you a get, I'm going to go marry someone else. For 10 years and see if we have children. If we do, then the issue had lied with you. In which case, I don't need to pay her ksuba. Rebbe Ami says, Even in this case, he must give her a get with her ksuba. Because Rabbi says, If someone marries another woman while married to a woman, she has the right to leave with a ksuba. Because essentially, he's divorcing her by marrying someone else against her will. Rava says, that a, woman, a man is allowed to marry as many women as, he's, as he likes, as long as he's able to support them. In which case, a second marriage would not be the equivalent of a forced divorce. In the next case, the Gemara says, he claims that within these 10 years that they were waiting to have children, she had a miscarriage. In which case, the 10 years are not up and he does not need to divorce her. And she says she did not have a miscarriage. If Ami Paskins here that we're going to believe her in this scenario as well, because if she had, in fact, had a miscarriage, she would have claimed that, rather than claiming that she's an Akara. The fact that she's claiming that she's barren, and not relying on the claim that she, in fact, had a child which miscarried, leads us to believe her. If a woman miscarried three times, she now has a Chazaka of Nephilim, in which case she gets her Ksuba, and a divorce. Because the husband has a Khi of Proravu. But it's not her fault, so she gets aksupa. If the husband claims that she had two miscarriages, and she says that she in fact had three, Rav Yitzchak Ben Elozer says that we actually had this case, and we pass and that we believe her, because if a woman can avoid the claim which makes her a on miscarriages, she would, and the fact that she was claiming that she had in fact had three miscarriages leads us to believe her. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us that a man is chayiv in the mitzvah of Puruvu, but not a woman. Rabbi Yechonim Baruch explains that the mitzvah argues and with the Tanakhama and says that actually both of them are chayiv in the mitzvah of Puruvu because the pasuk says. So the Kabbalah says, where does the Tanakhama get his shita that only men are have in Puravu? And Rav Eloi says in the name of Rav Lozabar Shimon, based on the Pasukah Moloas, or it's V'Kovshua Ish. V'Kovshua. That same of Puravu finishes that Hashem says you should fill up the land and conquer it. And men are the conquerors more than women. It's a derech of a man to, be, to do Kvisha. Gemara says, wait, if that's where you're learning from, the Pasuk says, which is plural. It sounds like you should both go and conquer. You should both be chayv and peruvu. Rabbi Nachman B'Yitzchak explains, no, it says in singular. Yes, you read it, but the ksiv is singular. Only the men. The Yosef says, we learn it from the Pasuk, is not written there. It says, peru in the singular, only men are chayv. The Pesach says, It doesn't say, in is, Heyud Which is singular, as opposed to, which would be plural. Another mimer of Rabbi, Rabbi Eloi, in the name of Rabbi Shimon, is that just as it's a mitzvah for a person to say something, which would be heard by the individual who he's saying it to, he likewise has a mitzvah to not say something, to hold his tongue, when what he would say would not be heard. Like Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba takes it a step further. He says it's even a not to say this, Moser, if it won't be accepted, based on the Pusuk al Leitz Pen. Hoychach There's only a mitzvah to give Moser to a Chocham who would actually love you for it, but it's an Iser, Al-Toychach Leitz. Do not give Moser to someone who would, Hate you for it. A very difficult mitzvah. Avshim Shapinga says this is the hardest mitzvah for him in the Torah. And we lie. Also says in the name of Rav Lezer Shimon that it's mutter for a person to lie, to change his words for the construction of Shalom. The passage says regarding the brothers of Yosef. They told Yosef that your father said that you shouldn't hate us. And in fact, Yaakov had never told him that. But they lied so that Yosef would be B'Shalom with his siblings. Rabbi Nassim says, in fact, it's a mitzvah to lie because Hashem told Shmuel to bring an animal with him and lie to Shal or his soldiers so that Shal would not be angry at him that he was going to anoint David as the king. The Be'er Rabbi Shmuel say that Shalem is so great that even HaKadosh Baruch Hu lied for it because Avraham told that, Sarah told the Rabbani that there's no way we could have kids. My husband is so old. But Hashem repeated it, and He said, "Sarah told me that she's so old, because Sarah may not have li- uh, Avram may not have liked hearing that Sarah laughed that her husband was old." And Rabbi Yehudah ben Breka and our held that both the husband and the wife are chayiv in the mitzvah of pururavur. Rabbi Yechonin in the Gemara and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi argue whether the halacha is like Rabbi Yehudah ben Breka or not whether the chiv is on the man and the woman, or both, or only the husband. Now let's try to bring a raya that Rabbi Eichonon is the one who holds that we do not paskin that both are chayev, because Rabbi Avohu was saying over halacha from Rabbi Eichonon that the halacha is that both are chayev, and Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi turned away. Some say that Rabbi Abba said the halacha and Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi turned away in disagreement. So Rabbi Papa says, it would make sense... The Rebbe was the one who was saying over the halacha in the name of Rabbi Eichnan, and he botched the halacha. He said it wrong. That Rabbi Eichnan really disagrees. But Rami and Rasi only didn't say anything. They only looked away because Rebbe was a member of the Bay Kesar. He was chashav in politics, and therefore they didn't say anything. But according to Rav Chia Bar Abba, if he was the one that said it, then they should have just told him straight out that Rabbi Eichnan never said. That the halacha is that both the man and the wife are chayiv. He, in fact, holds that only the husband is chayiv in the mitzvah of Pruravu. What's the halacha? What does Rabi Yechanon hold, taka? Is the wife also chayiv in Pruravu? Well, we learned that Rav Acha Barchanina, Omar Baba, Omar Abioisi say that there was a situation, a situation that was brought before Rabbi in the Kesar's, in the Beis Medrash in Kaysaria, and he paskind that since this couple had not had children in 10 years, she gets divorced with her k'suba. Now, if Reb really holds that she's not chayev in Purvu. why would she get her k'suba? She has no taina. She's not missing out on a mitzvah. The Gemara says maybe she also came along with another taina, like the case by Reb Ami, where she, the, the wife, who who in the marriage that did not have children, requested her k'suba. In the, with the divorce, the husband said, you don't have a chayv in you're not getting a ksuba. But she said, I don't have any children who's going to take care of me when I'm older. And on those grounds, Rabbi Ami allowed her require the husband to pay her her ksuba. So this is not a raya. It could be this is what also happened by Rabbi Yechanan, who required her to get the ksuba, not because of her chayv of pr-ruv. There's another story that came to Nachman, where the husband said, you're not chayv in Pruhavu, you're not getting a ksuba. And she said, that she needs someone to lean on, or a shovel for her, for her grave, and she doesn't have children, she, and on those grounds, even though she's not chayav in peruvu, the husband had to pay her huksuba. There were twins named Yehuda and Chizkia. Now, in utero, one of them was fully formed in nine months; the other one was already fully formed at seven months. And Yehudis, their mother, who was the daughter of Rechiah had tremendous birthing pains. Hard pregnancy. So she went to Rebchia in disguise and said, Is a woman khayev in Bururavu? And Rebchia, not knowing that this was his daughter, said, No, in fact not. So she took a potion that prevented her from having any more children after this really difficult pregnancy. At the end, it turns out Rebchia found out that she didn't, that she did, she did this medical procedure, and he said, oh, if you only had one more womb full of children, which is a very funny way of saying I I wish you had more kids. And uh, Mara explains that Yehuda and Chizkia were twins, but they also had another set of twin sisters, Pazi and Tevi. So, Ravukhia used a term referring to another set of twins, assuming that she would have a third set of twins if she hadn't taken the potion. So the Gemara asks... Is a woman really not chayiv in the mitzvah of Puravu? Rav Achobar Rav Katino. Rav Yitzchak says that there was a woman who was chazi shivcha chazi bas chayrin, And Rabbah forced her owner, her half-owner, to free her in order to allow her to get married. You see that there is a chiv for her to be mekayim Puravu. And the Gemara explains, Rav Achobar Yitzchak says that that was a special case because she was half-married and unable she was half-slave and unable to get married to neither a slave nor a Jew. She was treated like hefker and having sinful relationships. So Rabbah forced her owner to free her so that she could get married into a healthy Jewish relationship. Hadjen al which began 12 blood ago discussing at Mishnah. which talks about if someone marries his Yevoma It's a valid Yevoma Yibum, or with any other illegal relationship, we discuss the kavanas they have to have with Yibum. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.